Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Photographers Keeping It Real podcast. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and yeah, I hope everyone's um, having a great end to the year. It's a few days off Christmas now, so I appreciate, um, you know, if you are listening over the festive period, then I hope, yeah, you've managed to have a bit of downtime. Um, I wanted to get this final episode out before I took a bit of time off over Christmas, and then, yeah, back into it fully from January. Uh, I think this is episode... Well, sixteenth episode we've put out this year isn't too bad. Um, I set a target of trying to get twenty out in the year, so didn't quite hit that, which is a shame. But um, yeah, that'll carry on to next year. So I'm hoping to get twenty out next year, as well as more video content for members only. And we're also adding an extra round, so there'll be five rounds next year instead of four rounds of the award. So yeah, you'll be able to submit extra images. Um, and yeah, it just has a bit, a little bit less wait time between the award rounds and things like that. So yeah, lots of exciting things 2024. I just need a bit of a break before that. Um, and I'm sure everyone else is in the same boat. So I know this week, everyone I've spoken to has uh, kind of just been busy trying to get the final weddings out, final bits of editing before Christmas. And I don't know if you're like me, I kind of do a bit of a to-do list. And it's like, this is what I want to get done before Christmas. If I can get all that done, I'll kind of feel better. So, um, so yeah. But anyway, thank you so much for tuning in if you're listening. And um, yeah, here's 2024. On today's episode, I have the wonderful Jenna Kathleen Photography. Um, it was great chat to Jenna. Um, I actually met up with her at the Nine Dots Gathering in November. So it was nice to see her again. Yeah, we talk about Jenna's favorite TV show recommendations. So if you're looking for something to watch over Christmas other than festive films, uh, we talk about some of her recommendations. We talk about entering awards, the why and how. We talk a bit about Lightroom catalogs, some of the admin involved around that. The portfolio updating, curation, and websites. We look at video, TikTok, behind the scenes stuff, and um, yeah, creating a bit of video content on a wedding day. We talk about videographers and clashing styles with photographers um, and couples hiring kind of, you know, a different videographer to photographer. So a little discussion on that. Um, we also talk a bit about how Jenna works on a wedding day. So yeah, everything's linked below. So please go and check out Jenna's work. Yeah, anything that's mentioned, um, I'll sort of try and link below as well. So um, yeah, go and check out the show notes on the website. Thanks again for tuning in and I uh, hope everyone has an amazing Christmas and I'll uh, be back in January. So let's get on with the show. Photographers keeping it real. Photographers keeping it real. This is our podcast. We've never done this before. We practice just a little bit. So we apologize if it's a bit shit and not so good. Oh yeah. Photographers keeping it real. We keep it real cause we like the way that it feels. Hey Jenna, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. It's a pleasure. What um you mentioned on your website you've got like a hundred and thirty something list of favourite TV shows. Obviously I'm not gonna oh, get yeah. you to mention all 130, but what what's your favorite like what's your favourite couple do you reckon what, or what's recently stuck in your mind that's like been a good tv show now we're getting into winter i need some stuff to watch oh okay so the recent ones that i've added i've actually just started another series yesterday or a couple of days ago american horror story because i've not seen that before and i know that's got loads of seasons hasn't it so i'm kind of i'm watching that in a minute but 
let me just have a look on because we're, we're we're way above 130 now we're, we're yeah i was gonna say i don't know how often you update things like that because i yeah, have like... I probably should go back now you <laughs> said that i'm gonna have to go back and update that so yeah. um we're in, we're in the 160s now oh nice um so shelter on uh amazon prime okay not too bad it's a little bit like kiddie horror it's kind of um i think it's a the harlan coburn series i think he's got some on netflix as well and i think that's why i watched it and then uh daisy jones and the six is actually really good as well i wasn't expecting to enjoy that so it seems like yeah quite good reviews about that i haven't seen it yeah well i kind of i i didn't know i didn't realize it was a whole fake band (laughs) that they'd made up so but it was actually really interesting and then uh, the bear as well. If you've not seen the bear, you should. That's like a masterpiece. You need to go and watch that. Yeah, on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, that's so yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, the it bear gives you like secondhand anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it's not it's not something to watch if you just want to chill, like something to no. ch- chilled viewing. No. It's crazy, no, but yeah, it's really like nicely shot, isn't it, and stuff. But yeah. No, I was just gonna say yeah, the the sort of cinematic stuff is is really good. I think the the shots kind of build up like it does make you anxious like and especially because I my first ever job I was working you know in a kitchen so it's kind of like PTSD at the same time <laughs> but yeah it's really good yeah no I really enjoyed it I've seen American Horror Story actually I don't know if I've seen them all yeah it's one of those series, like there seems to be a lot of random series are all set in different places aren't they and there's a lot of different casts yeah. and stuff and some are the same and so I can't, I still can't really remember if it's all actually leads on from each other or it's just all standalone. But yeah, it's kind of a random mishmash of things, but it was really good. Like Lady Gaga's in there at some point and some of like, it's quite a random cast sometimes. Yeah, I think, I think the majority of the the main cast stay the same, don't they? So I think um, like Evan Peters and stuff, I think he's in all of them. And I'd seen him in like the Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, series that he did. And I thought he was really good in it. So I thought, why not give this a go as well? It's not really usually my sort of thing. I'm not really into like horror stuff, but it's not been too bad so far. Yeah, it's not just all gore, is it? It's kind of like there's a bit of storyline, but it's quite it's quite like horror at times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, yeah, thanks. I'll watch. Uh, I'll put the other ones on my list, though. The other ones I haven't seen. So, yeah. Yeah, if you need any more, I can uh, screenshot and send you. Yeah, a- just I just started I just started <laughs> So like I, what I what I tend to do is go through the like because I don't want to pay for every single sub, like subscription service because there's just too many now. So like we always have Disney because the kids like it anyway. And then I'll go through so like I'll have like Apple TV and then catch up on any series on there that I like, and then cancel that and jump onto another one and stuff. So I've just gone back to Now TV. So I'm like going back through some of those, but uh. Yeah, billions and just never saw for whatever reason watched before and like there's like six or seven series or something. So that's it's always good when you find something. It's quite interesting so far. I'm on like series two, so Yeah, I've seen yeah. I think I've seen most of that. I probably haven't mm. watched the newer seasons, but like you said, you know, you, you sort of rotate streaming platforms, don't you, and cancel and and I'm a bit cheeky usually. I kind of wait for the whole series to come out, pay for a month, sort of binge watch it, and then cancel it again. <laughs> yeah, I've done that with Apple TV because there's so many good series on there, but there's not loads and loads. Like once you've watched them, it's kind of it. So I'm like, I don't want to just pay all the time. But um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I'll make a note. And if anyone is interested, I will link to them below the ones we've mentioned, whatever anyway, if people want to watch them. But you probably have uh, be able to find them anyway. It's fairly straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a bit about awards in general. So you're, I don't, don't really mention age on this show very often, but um, yeah. you're quite, you're re- like relatively young, I would say, right? Definitely younger than me. 
And uh, um, see, I I don't think I am, and I don't feel like I am, but I guess that I am because I mean, yeah, like you said, we don't really mention age much, but yeah, I'm, I'm 29, so I guess I'm <laughs> I'm kind of youngish, maybe. Yeah, I think like in the wedding photography terms, I guess. It's weird, isn't it? Because I suppose there's probably loads of wedding photographers out there who are like 17, 18 even, and obviously yeah, loads that are yeah. older as well. But yeah, generally, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like everyone I've spoken to or even that I know that's sub 30. There's not loads, I wouldn't say. Yeah. Um, if it helps, I feel a lot older than I am. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, you know, I've got the backache and everything. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, 29. So yeah, I think, I don't know, you seem to have done really well. Like how long have you been shooting weddings for? This we're coming up to the end now of my second full-time year. So I left my job in uh, Christmas 2022. 20, yeah, so we're in 23 now, so we're 20. I said be 21. Yeah, yeah 21. Um, yeah. yeah, God, that is a long time ago now. Yeah, so <laughs> nearly two years full-time. And then sort of before that, when I had my job, um, I was, you know, doing the whole balancing act, building it up on the side, freelancing for about maybe four years, three, four years. Yeah, not too long, but I guess when you when you think about it, when I actually started, um, yeah, probably somewhere around 2018, something like that. Yeah, it's like a little while, but yeah, not not too uh, not too long. But yeah, in that time, obviously, you've won fair few photographers giving real awards some this is reportage awards probably some other stuff as well did you when did you start doing awards was it a recent thing have you always like thought oh, I'm, when i'm when i feel like i'm good enough i'm going to start putting into awards or what was the thought I kinda, process i don't think i really thought too much about it I, I i don't really i didn't have a plan or anything i wasn't you know like oh i'm going to start entering now i just i kind of didn't really know they existed for a while so when i when i started sort of joining different communities and stuff and seeing that they had awards I just thought oh, I'll just start you know throwing some stuff in there you know it can't hurt to try um so yeah it probably is quite a, a more recent thing maybe probably since when I when I started being full-time is when I thought oh, I'm gonna you know put some effort into sort of entering but it wasn't really you know a big deal it was kind of just like if anything it was like oh it's a you know it's a link back to the website that never hurts you know it was kind of just you know if I build it into my my day, my routine and stuff just to enter and just, you know, that that's the the main thing. And that was kind of one of my goals for this year was just to enter them all. You know, if I've got access to them, I'll enter them each round. Like doesn't matter what happens, but I'll just give it a go. So yeah, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't like a like an intentional thing, but you know, if it's there and I'm, you know, already paying to be a, a, a member of, you know, different communities and stuff then why not enter if you if you get it for free i don't pay to enter anything because i'm stingy but <laughs> <laughs> yeah it makes sense i guess like it's interesting isn't it? so because a lot of people put a lot like either like awards are a big thing for them or awards are kind of a they either they really don't like them or whatatever and don't enter or they're a massive thing so it's like yeah the reason obviously they'll, they'll hunt out awards and entrance and stuff like that so rather than it being like yeah a bit more like casual almost if you notice like from starting to winning awards, has it made any difference to people like marketing-wise? People booking you, couples mentioned it, or other photographers like more. I don't know how. I don't know how you'd measure more aware of you. I guess I don't know, but you know, is anything really? Or is it just for yourself, really? Where you're like, yeah, I just want to see how I do, or I don't know. Um, I haven't. 
I haven't had anyone, you know, couples might like it, you know, if one of their photos wins, they're like, oh, that's that's really cool. But I've never had it be something where someone said, oh, I've seen you've won, you know, this many awards, so I'm going to book you sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I, I think couples don't really care too much about that, do they? They just want to see the work and know that you can do the job. But I don't know, it's kind of, it's kind of just for me in a way, just to see where I'm at. It's kind of... Um, kind of like a measurement for me for how well I'm doing and it's kind of a way that I can do that without comparing myself to anyone else if you know what I mean um if I'm winning awards fairly regularly I, I feel like I'm you know heading at least in the right rough direction but at the same time I don't really you know I don't get upset or anything if I if I don't win I don't think any sort of less of the images that I'm entering I don't suddenly think oh that image isn't good enough to win or anything because it doesn't that doesn't really matter it is just somebody's opinion it's you know judges opinions and stuff and the only real thing that matters is whether your clients love that image and you know if they're happy I'm happy it doesn't have to win an award to sort of get that that outside validation but I kind of just enjoy it but I think I enjoy the admin a little bit <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's probably a really bizarre thing to say, but I quite like the selection process. And I feel like if I don't have to sort of look through my images to try and find stuff, I probably won't look back through them. You know, you, you, you shoot these weddings and then you kind of just edit, deliver and then forget about them. <laughs> and I feel like it's kind of given me a reason to go back and think, oh, actually, yeah, that's I really like that sort of thing. Um, and if you can sort of bundle that in with, you know, updating your portfolio every now and again on your website, then, you know, it's sort of two birds, one stone as well. Yeah, it can be quite handy to have like a folder kind of like, I don't know, award entries or, you know, your best of images or whatever. You just got something there that you can like go back to. Because I always find sometimes people ask me for images for something or, yeah, I don't know, I just need them to update like a profile for something. It's just so much so easy having them there, like say, having time to look back through things and I think sometimes come the end of the year, especially like December time, say when, you know, been a bit quiet sort of shooting wise, it's quite nice going back through because I'm picking say my, you know, for my end of year blog or whatever, if, you know, if people still do that, but, um, you know, going back through and yeah, sometimes I look through them. I'm like, oh, I appreciate the wedding a bit more actually now. I can like say, look back on it a little bit rather than, yeah, the time just trying to get them all out as quick, sort of quick as I can really. And then, you know, I'm not really appreciating them until I come to blog it or something. So yeah, it's quite nice sometimes to go back through and do that like process almost isn't it yeah it's kind of it's definitely a winter job and like you said the blogging and stuff as well and sort of choosing images for that I think I've I kind of make it a little bit easier for myself because I'm a bit more organized now I use one Lightroom catalog per year which you know some people like that some people hate that some people be like oh, how can you do that you know it's backed mm -hmm. up it's, it's fine <laughs> but the reason I do that is so that I can sort of have collections within that catalog. And then like I said, if, if there's, I can make one for like an awards round and just start dragging and dropping stuff in there and thinking, oh, I might enter that. I might enter that. Um, and it's just a sort of easy way to have it all at my fingertips instead of, you know, that's the thing where you make it difficult for yourself. You've got, you know, a million Lightroom catalogs to look through and it's just, you know, <laughs> trying to make my life as easy as possible. Yeah, it's a bit like I use one for each, but I think I only do it because I just like, for for whatever reason, my brain, I like to go onto my hard drive and then have like, obviously I have it by, you know, date and couple or whatever, like most people probably do. And then within that, like everything's just there. So the Lightroom catalog is there. And the, I think it probably harps back to like, 
I just had one, I think, originally, but it just carried on. Like, I didn't sort of do one per year or anything. So then it was like, there was a bit of crossover. And it's like, oh, when did I shoot? Right, I shot that wedding in, I don't know, October 2019. Right, is that in like, which catalog's that in? Or did I start a new catalog? I can't remember. And so I think it was more that. I think if you're really organized and like, say, do just have one for each calendar year or season or whatever you want to do it as, it probably isn't too bad because you kind of know, well, all right, it's a 2020 wedding, right? That was in 2020, you know, catalog. It's probably yeah not too bad and it does make a lot of sense it's a lot easier for sure to be able to open one and like say i think lightroom's designed to be that way because that's why they have catalogs i guess and they have all this you know these ways of organizing things um but yeah i don't know i just like to have everything in one place weirdly no like, i get that i think mm. it's, it's just the way that i'm sort of used to doing it now it's just the way i always have done i feel like you know if i changed it up now i'd, I'd just probably confuse myself but Mine doesn't feel like it gets too out of hand because it's only ever the selections that I'm uploading into the catalogue, you know, because I, I call the whole wedding first and before it goes into Lightroom. So I, I'm not sort of sifting through, you know, hundreds of thousands of photos. It's only the ones that get delivered that are in there. So it's not too bad. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause I suppose, yeah, back in the day, I, I think I imported everything into Lightroom and then obviously called within Lightroom. Um so I just have them as picks or five star or whatever for the one. But yeah, obviously every image would be in there. So it would be by the end of the year it would be a huge catalogue. Oh yeah, it slows it down massively, doesn't it? Yeah. But whereas like I say now I'm the same, I kind of cull. Still use good old photo mechanic, but yeah, I'll cull and then copy them into a separate folder and then import that folder into Lightroom. So yeah, each Lightroom catalogue for my wedding has only got literally yeah, the however many, you know, thousand, five hundred, whatever images in there from that that I've culled from that wedding. So I guess, yeah, yeah, even throughout the year, it wouldn't be that big a catalogue. And then, yeah, it would certainly make things easier for war supervisors. I have to open up in each individual catalogue, pull out. And what I do now is I'll pull out my favourites, say that if I want them for awards or for updating my portfolio, I have to pull them out. And then I'll have a separate catalogue that's like, you know, best of or whatever catalogue and just have re-import the images into there. So, yeah, it's yeah, a bit I've of a faff. Yeah, people doing that. And that makes sense, though, to sort of just, you know, and then you've, you've still got sort of one that's got all your good stuff in one place and then... The rest of it's just the individual weddings but yeah i think i just i just want to stick to <laughs> yeah, stick stick to you know. and then I, I can't confuse myself and i can't like lose anything that way so yeah it's funny how people do things differently i know like saw sam heard talking last year at the nine dots gathering thing and he was like really like passionate about one catalog he was like you know there's no need now like the way you know modern computers are and all the rest of it like you don't have to have one for each wedding and stuff but then a lot of people like yeah very passionate about yeah, not draw about yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems to be one big thing suits your workflow i think it's just you know if you prefer having separate ones or separate ones it's like i don't think we need to fight about you know how we how we do our lightroom workflow but yeah just whatever works for you yeah definitely you sound quite organized with awards more so than a lot which is good I that, that's a very recent thing that, that yeah. i've started like putting them into collections and stuff because i i just found that i was losing track of what i was submitting each time and probably submitting the same stuff instead of like and then i was thinking oh you know did i put any from that wedding in last time can't remember and then yeah so i've got a mainly my organization comes from the fact that i've got a really bad memory so i have to be organized otherwise i'll just lose track of everything yeah it doesn't seem to be one good platform because even like photographers keeping it real obviously it's not the easiest to see what well it's impossible in fact to see what you've already submitted because we don't show it like so yeah obviously you'll see you, on your profile you'll see what you've won what's won before um but yeah obviously you can't really see what you've submitted or so and obviously i know they say well you should 
you could still submit the same things because obviously if they haven't won before you can you know other judges might pick them and so on but yeah some people i know like to always have fresh things or you just don't know do you so yeah so it's probably nice it's nice to be able to see what what you've submitted which is one of the things that you know when we redo the website and if if it's even possible to i don't know how easy it'll be but yeah to try and make it a bit easier for people to see what they've submitted but um yeah that'd be great but just everyone has different you know i mean some let you submit 30 some it's like 10 and then Mm. you just kind of it's everyone wants it in a different way on a different size and stuff so it's it starts to get a bit like confusing so yeah but it would be yeah it would be good if everything like to be fair if photographers give me real i mean please don't do this anyone who's listening but i mean it's not it's not actually a strict rule like it won't not let you submit it a different size it's yeah, just it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah i just like everyone to be at the same size because then when i'm resizing it for like the winner's blog postings like that i'm all i'm starting at the same like 1800 on the long edge um that's the only reason we asked to submit it that size it doesn't technically not let you do it other sizes if that makes sense so but yeah i always think i, I think i joked with alan when i spoke to him on the podcast about it but i was saying like i should just change it to whatever this is reportage is because there's so many a lot of crossover <laughs> anyway who submits and the members was like it would probably make it easier just to have the same format but um yeah it probably would yeah. actually <laughs> yeah um but yeah anyway so no, that's cool that's that's good though yeah i mean I, it's something again i put it on my like to-do list for next year of like trying to be more organized because beginning of this year we converted the office into a ga- the garage into an office so obviously next year I won't have to do that which is good it's already set up so I'm going to try and be like a bit more organized from the very start of the year so yeah hopefully um maybe I'll try like one catalog for the year and just try and do because sometimes I'm like oh I want to do I don't know real or like something on like dance floor photos or whatever and so I've got to go into everything like pick, I'll pick a few weddings where I think oh yeah they had great dance floors and I have to open them up then obviously like say take out those images and open up the next one and so on whereas obviously I could It'd be quite easy if I just had one catalogue then I could literally go in, like say, set up a collection of like dance floor or whatever, and then just drag and drop the ones from each wedding, like all within the same window of Lightroom. So, so yeah, maybe I'll give it a try next year and see. Maybe I can be converted. Yeah, see how it goes. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll confuse yourself and then you'll get halfway through the year and then you'll start <laughs> making individual catalogues again. <laughs> On your obviously website, you, you sort of describe yourself as quite like colourful and bold, and which fits really. Like I think your portfolio is great, by the way. Like the like it seems to be just a perfect length with like well thought out images. If you know what I mean. Like if you look at mine, oh, yeah, it looks that way. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, if look, I always look at mine, and sometimes like the top ones might be all right, and it sort of fill, it does dribble, it does like drop off a bit towards the end, and then I keep updating it from time to time. But um, I haven't done it much this year, so it's um. But yeah, yours just seem to be like a really good, I don't know, just when I'm scrolling through it, like a good length, all the images seem to kind of fit quite well with what your, you know, the words you use on your website and stuff. So like, I don't know, do you think you're quite good at like portfolio selection or do you not really think overly think about it? Um, I, I try and think about it as much as I can. I think you have sort of, you know, buzzwords, don't you, for your own business and sort of what you're trying to get across. And I guess for me, that's like, like you said, colourful relax natural fun all that sort of stuff so I kind of when I'm trying to choose photos for my portfolio obviously I'm choosing you know some of my personal favorites and stuff mm-hmm. you you're obviously biased in that way but I try and you know think out loud and say is this colorful is it fun is it natural is it relaxed is it you know it's got to be at least three or four of those things for it to then go in the portfolio because otherwise it's not sort of matching up to what I'm trying to attract as well 
and you know they all say you know you got to put out there what you want to attract in your couples and and in your weddings and stuff so yeah I'm kind of trying to do it intentionally um as much as possible but then again I, I probably should update it more often than I do you know it, it should probably be like a trickle process through the year as I'm getting and shooting more of the sort of weddings that I want to shoot but yeah again it's uh, ends up falling to be a sort of winter job doesn't it along with everything else you know update the website over winter but yeah I try and when I when I blog and stuff um I'll pick out a couple of the photos from the blog that I, I want on there and just sort of put them in where I think is best but yeah as long as they're sort of in keeping with the style and stuff and like you said the words and what that I've got on my website that's kind of what I want to show um so if it matches then I'm happy for it to go in yeah no I, th- well, I, I mean I, I don't know but I think it looks really good so yeah I think the whole site to be fair is pretty <laughs> is pretty like what's the word I'm looking for I don't know anyway cohesive that's it it's pretty, <laughs> like it's fairly like yeah it looks quite you know each page looks pretty good like the yeah, they could like say the colors and the everything sort of seems quite. Is it quite? Did you do it quite recently? Your site or? Do you it's um. It always seems to be sort of changing slightly. So originally, when I started with my website and stuff, I that I think I built my website in 2020 when we had nothing else to do, and it was yeah, same. quite helpful that we <laughs> quite helpful that we had all that time. Um, and since then, it's you know seen various different template changes and whatnot but um I had help last time from Anna Puma because she does website design so she's sort of freshened it up a bit and then I've taken what she designed and sort of spread that across the rest of my website so so it all makes sense together so I'm quite I'm ha- quite happy with how it looks now um I don't I don't think I'm needing any major big changes at the, at the minute but yeah it's it's always feels like a bit of a work in progress yeah, same like every, pretty much every photographer I guess is the same or lots, you know, I speak to say the same, like just it's just one more thing to update, isn't it? Which is hard to do week in, week out. So it's just kinda like, yeah, it gets done every now and again. But um Yeah, I feel like you should probably treat it like social media. It should probably get that level of updating. And I, I do try, you know, even throughout summer and stuff, I try and make sure that I blog at least once a month just so that Google doesn't, you know, forget that I exist. But it is hard when you've got other stuff to be doing. And it does seem to sort of fall by the wayside. Um, but yeah, as long as as long as something gets updated roughly once a month on there, then that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sort of similar, really. Actually, like I'll yeah at least try and put one up a month. Like you say, there's something new up there and some fresh work people click on there. But um, but yeah, I'm pretty bad at updating my portfolio, so I need to um definitely need to do that. But do you get a lot of stuff through your website? Then are you like do you, do you pay any attention to SEO? Do you concentrate on it at all? Or are you more social media and other other avenues i um the sort of seo stuff that i do it's just just me and what i've learned from other people and i am in a uh, like an seo membership that karen julia runs Mm -hmm. um she's always been really like good with helping me so that kind of just yeah i don't do anything too much with that i think my main focus is usually instagram um and then a, a little bit of like paid google as well as organic google but that's again only like a a more recent thing that i've been trying to see how it goes and then last week i caved and downloaded tiktok for the first time which (laughs) i was really really not wanting to do it (laughs) and then you keep saying oh you know i've just just got another booking from tiktok i'm thinking 
I should really be on that platform as well. Um, I don't hate it yet, but I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll see if I can if I can juggle that as well. But I feel like you you know we're having to to sort of jump through hoops now, aren't we? In terms of Instagram with its algorithm and stuff and it's maybe not being seen by as many people. So I feel like TikTok is feels a little bit more organic at the minute. It feels a little bit less like, I don't know, less forced, if that makes if that makes sense. Yeah. I suppose it's still relatively new, aren't they? I know it's actually been around a while and it's obviously a huge platform now. It's not like, you know, it's unheard of social media platform, but yeah, I guess certainly in photography circles it's still very new, isn't it? And a lot of biz to a lot of businesses it's still quite new, I guess. So yeah, eventually, obviously, I suppose they'll squash organic reach and, and want you to pay more. But it's probably while they're building up their audience, it's still uh, still maybe quite new. But yeah, I mean, I I literally, I mean, I'm on there. I posted one video, like a slideshow, nothing like overly creative, but it did like got a fair few views and impressions when you compare it to, like you say, a, yeah, post on Instagram. Considering I've got like what over three thousand Instagram followers now, or whatever over time, whereas TikTok have got like twenty or something. So it's like yeah, exactly. yeah. So definitely like more of a reach. I, I don't mind it because some of the stuff's really funny on there and people link things to it and obviously I watch them and I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. But I don't know, I just don't find myself opening it like I do with Instagram or other platforms weirdly. And I don't know why for me it's just annoying sometimes. That, like Maybe because I'm not spending enough time on there. The algorithm hasn't really like focusing on me yet. I'm getting a lot of random stuff I'm not that interested in. And then obviously just the whole screen obviously is like one video, isn't it? So then you've got to scroll to the next and the next. It's fine. It's, I don't know. I'm not really like in love with it just yet. But, um, but yeah, I've got it. And I think like anyone, I'll probably try and do do some more um i need to get a bit more video content and stuff like um record some stuff at weddings even just to have there for if i ever want to use it i don't think it'll be a big process yet where i'll record tons of video and start using it straight away from like you know taking snippets out and stuff it's just an, another thing for me to think about but um at least having it would be good because now i'm coming into the winter i haven't really got any of the you know video content so obviously it's like yeah. i can't just ma- magic it up so obviously i've got to wait till next year and start shooting again to then record some so it would be probably quite good yeah, just exactly. to at least have some in the bank <laughs> Yeah, well, I think what I've kind of just doing is taking all the reels that I posted to Instagram that were probably never seen by anyone and <laughs> sort of reposting that now onto TikTok because I've, I've kind of just got it there anyway. So why not just reshare it across the different platforms and stuff? Um, but yeah, like I, said, I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'm kind of, I have a pretty short attention span, which I guess that's kind of why TikTok is there, isn't it? It's like a, a few seconds and stuff, but I'm I'm not the sort of person who can sit and watch full videos. Like I I, I just can't do it. And I, I you know I I toyed with the idea, which I think a lot of photographers do about sort of venturing into video and that side of stuff. And I, I had a little play, and it wasn't too terrible. But I just don't find myself watching videos. I can't like if someone posts like their wedding film. I just can't even, I can't sit through it. I just get bored. <laughs> that sounds really horrible. It's it's not not about, you know, the quality of the work or anything. I just, they just don't hit me like photos do. And I feel like if I then branched into doing that, I'd kind of be, you know, lying to myself because I'd be doing something that I didn't really enjoy. But, but yeah, I, I did give it a go. But yeah, I think the whole video thing is not for me. Um, but I'm, I am trying with the sort of behind the scenes stuff. And I say that, although I had a pre-wedding shoot the other day, which I brought my GoPro to, and then I totally just forgot to put it on the camera and use it. <laughs> so I, I left left the session. I was like, 
oh i've done it again i'm not, I'm not, taking, <laughs> not taking a single behind the scenes like video or anything so it's just a lot to think about isn't it we've, we've got we've got stuff to do you know we've got photos to take it so it's hard enough to sort of think about recording yourself doing it as well at the same time and i get i get sort of lost in what i'm doing and then later on i'll be like oh i've done it again i've not got anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna ask because obviously we oh, i saw you at snap last year no earlier this year yeah and um and yeah you had obviously like you go the little gopro mount thing on top of your camera so i was gonna ask if you use that at weddings much for like any yes, video i've but... tried i have tried i've i've had I did a good couple of runs with it and then I, after that I've kind of forgotten that it was there <laughs> so mm. I'm going to make more of a conscious effort next year I think to to do more of that because that is just the way that stuff's going isn't it people are nosy they want to see they want to see all the behind the scenes stuff and I totally get it but yeah I just need to actually like not forget to do it for a start yeah I think I mean I dabbled in video as well like purely for similar things I saw people doing it I thought oh this would be good it's a good thing to have and I still get some inquiries for video now and I just but yeah I just I just didn't enjoy it like I said I was shooting it and like I didn't mind putting it together and it's kind of something where you know there's a bit more creativity almost right over photos in the terms of the final edit and stuff which I which I do enjoy yeah. in a way the actual process not so much but it was kind of nice that you know obviously depending on what yeah how you know fast beat music track you used and whether the clips are slow-mo or more upbeat and so on like you can do so much with it to, to change the feel of it all um which i was kind of interested in but i just find it really hard on the day all i wanted to do was take photos really so when i was doing both i just it was always seemed like it was a hindrance when i'm like oh yeah i've got to do some video as well and the, the yeah. editing was a pain so yeah i just i don't know why for some reason obviously obviously i love taking photos and i love the photography side of it i just didn't enjoy the video as much yeah definitely really i think weird. i don't know it's Obviously, we're kind of visual people, aren't we? So you'd think that video would just sort of like fall into that. But yeah, it definitely hasn't for me for, for whatever reason. I, I don't, I can't like put my finger on what it is exactly about it. But mm. like I said, maybe it's something in terms of like the creativity and stuff. Because obviously, you know, you can edit to an extent, but you you are on the video and what's there, you know. And I guess you could say you're on the photograph and what's there as well, but you're putting yourself into the way you're photographing it as well it's not just you know sort of a snapshot which I feel like a lot of the video stuff is it's it's just you know and I've not seen that many videographers that have like the a more sort of upbeat style I think a lot of them go down the you know the slow-mo route which is lovely but that wouldn't work for my business I don't think because that would be couples would be looking at that and then be looking at my photos and like oh that doesn't match so I don't really know how I'd how I'd do it even if I wanted to to be honest yeah in video so <laughs> we've been there for a while I think yeah so true isn't it like I I find it hard because sometimes people do ask obviously couples ask me for recommendations I don't like say I want to recommend someone who's a similar style obviously when it comes to video because that makes sense yeah but it's quite it's hard I'm sure there are right and obviously if anyone works for anyone knows any let me know but but yeah, it's hard to find someone who's kind of quite documentary and relaxed with their approach to video, like saying fairly light, not just open with a drone shot of the venue and then like say a slow-mo of them like doing the first dance spin in the sunset in the field. Yeah. And then like the I mean, speech very, the speech you know, is overlaid nice. and yeah, oh it looks amazing. Some bit like I I can't I couldn't do it. Like some of the stuff that you see is like, yeah, it's incredible. The like say the lighting and the way they do stuff like phenomenal. So yeah, definitely not slagging yeah. it off. But like 
but yeah if you no, just want like say more colorful documentary photography doesn't like fit and I, I don't sometimes I wonder because clients probably don't necessarily think about it in that way but you know I've had it before where I've had you know a videographer on the day with me and they've you know they've been documentary style in the way that they filmed which has been absolutely fine and great but their edit then is more sort of muted and stuff and then next to my photography it kind of just I don't know it's it's it doesn't really match and then I'm thinking you know couples now have something really colorful on the one hand and they've got something really muted on the other hand as well and it kind of just doesn't fit together so I feel like you kind of want to make sure that they're looking for somebody who shoots in a similar way so that you know you work well together on the day which is important but as well you kind of want someone with a, a sort of similar end product as well and um, just so it's all like cohesive but I don't know maybe clients don't mind too much about having two sort of different styles but I think I personally find that a bit strange yeah I, I, I agree like well yeah I just wonder like say, I suppose as long as they're watching their videos and they like them and they want to hire them then I suppose it's fine isn't it but but yeah, it does seem a bit weird. I always think sometimes when people hire certain, like certain videographers, I'm like, it seems really weird. You'd like them, their style, and my style. But yeah, I, mean, that, I guess that's the thing. maybe I say it's you different kind of for video. Question your own style, then thinking, oh well, you know, are they gonna like their stuff more than my stuff? Because that's it. Am I gonna like get them emailing me back and saying, can you edit more like this? Yeah. <laughs> Which it probably, you know, has never happened to me, but it kind of just does make you think that, you know. But again, again, I guess I think clients probably don't think that much into it you know we we obviously overthink stuff a little bit more don't we yeah but yeah so yeah i'm not not definitely not jumping on that bandwagon but i think the behind the scenes stuff does make sense like you know the insta 360 gopro whatever like on a camera or something and getting a few clips or something just for social media you know does is place something i'm gonna have to at least i'll at least try it because i think that's you know but yeah i just like I say i'm just don't want to buy it spend loads of money on kit that i'll just end up not never using so just forget about it or whatever but um yeah yeah we'll that's, see. that's where i'm at right now with my gopro staring at my desk. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not seen any use for months yeah i think it's small enough isn't it to have on your camera it's not probably not that annoying i guess so yeah no it's, just it's have absolutely it fine it's it's less annoying than having a phone on there because i feel like that's yeah a phones boring. are big yeah my phone camera is not very good anyway so um people with iphones and stuff iphone 14 pro max or whatever we're on now like they're they're probably you know absolutely fine for behind the scenes stuff if not for actually shooting video on um yeah. but yeah i will make an effort next year that's on my to-do list <laughs> yeah it's just useful isn't it i suppose for like saving that like see a lot of tiktoks are just like a bit of video clip and then like a slideshow of the photos but stuff like confetti and things like you know stuff like that yeah. kind of works quite well so it's probably worth having yeah very good so obviously you're like say you show a lot of documentary stuff some obviously still some pose stuff and couple stuff in there but quite relaxed how much like on the day are you like guiding couples kind of thing and moving them around how much is documentary and how much are you discussing that with clients before they book or before you know the wedding that makes sense um so i i always kind of i think it, i've said it on my website as well i think like the kind of the the so either 80 10 10 split or whatever I mean I, I won't ever claim to be fully documentary at all um because there is definitely that element in there of and again I, I hate that word pose but you know what I mean you know yeah like uh, directed yeah um but yeah that, 
So 80, 90% of the day is just like uh, absolutely no involvement. Whatever happens, happens. Pretty much just ignore me. I'm not here sort of thing. <laughs> then I've got the, you know, obviously the, the family stuff, which is important, the group photos and stuff. And then portraits is generally just 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes tops. Like I, the kind of couples that I get uh mainly bothered about all the other stuff they're not too bothered about the portraits they might want a few nice ones but you know we don't have to sort of run off for an hour to get that if they gave me longer I might take longer um but you know as a general rule it's only ever about 10 minutes and it's sort of lightly directed mm -hmm. you know it's not it's not posed to within an inch of its life but yeah and I, I do discuss that beforehand I always you know jump on a zoom before and just chat through and and basically say, look, you don't have to worry about me for the for, for the majority of the day. I'm just there to to get whatever's happening. Um, I do make a point of saying, you know, that like if guests want to chat to me and stuff, I'll chat. You know, I'm not I'm not going to be sort of lurking, you know, 100 meters away or something with a long lens. You know, I, I will sort of get close and involved, but I feel like it's not. I don't do it in a way where it's overbearing or where it makes people uncomfortable. You know, I pick my moments where I can come in close and stuff. Um, it's nice when, you know, people are distracted by something else that's going on, you know, like a, a magician or something. You know, people aren't as aware of, you know, how close you can get, which I, which I like. And, and I'm only five foot two, so I feel like that does help <laughs> in some situations. It doesn't help me when people want a big group photo. But it helps me um, sort of be able to manoeuvre around and not be as noticeable. No, definitely. It makes sense. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I really like your style. So I think, yeah, it just seems to all uh, gel together really nicely. Yeah. But very similar to like how I work, I think, like so I'm fairly, fairly relaxed with the portraits, but um, I still do. Yeah, them I feel like I'm not firmly in sort of one camp or the other. I feel like I just sort of pick and choose. And it varies, again, from wedding to wedding, I think. I, I kind of play off the couples and, and the guests and stuff and I'll adapt my way of shooting to sort of the situation a lot of the time as well and um, you know some people I get the odd couple that do have more of an emphasis on portraits and stuff and they want to spend a bit more time and like I'm more than happy to do that and um, and then I, I get a lot of couples that you know pretty much don't want any of that and I'll maybe get one or two shots of them together on their own. And then the rest of the day, you know, is documentary. That's absolutely fine. I, I'm just kind of, at the end of the day, I'm there to do the best job for my couples. So whatever they're looking to get out of their day is what I'm, you know, looking to get for them, if, if that makes sense. I can start off with a, a rough blueprint of how I want to shoot the day. But, you know, if I need to be sort of flexible to what my couples are wanting as well, to a certain extent. Yeah, and I guess because like I say what you're showing a lot of the stuff that you like shooting, then I guess hope you know hopefully you'd get the most part where the couples are kind of want what you do anyway, so they're kind of trusting you with that, and you're going with your gut on it a little bit on the day, and then it yeah, kind of that's all comes the, together. It aligns a little bit more, doesn't it? Like the the further you get on, you know what what you want to shoot ends up being what they want, so it's it's kind of nice nice when that happens. Um, and I guess that's why people, you know, go on about ideal clients and stuff and sort of, again, sharing what you want to shoot and stuff. So it does, it's, you know, it's, it's always similar. It, it's never like, oh, this is absolutely not my type of thing at all. 
Um, it's it's nice that my couples they've obviously seen my work and they've seen what I do and they've liked it enough to book me. So I I'll just go in and just make sure I'm sort of doing the best job for them. But every wedding's different, and I kind of feel like I need to show that as well. Um, the vibe of every wedding is different as well. Sometimes it's just really chilled out. Um, sometimes there's a lot of fun stuff packed in and like you kind of have to just adapt to what's going on as well. No, 100%. I think that's um, a very good point. So, Jenna, so thank you so much for your time. We're going to jump on just for members only, just chat a little bit about next year and a bit more into marketing stuff just for um, 10 or 15 minutes. So if you are a PKIR member, as always, listen on your um, your link. I've had a few questions about it recently. So if you're if you are a member and you're not listening to the members only version and you're a bit confused by it, then there is a blog post on it. So go and have a look. If not, just um, drop me a message and I'll happily jump on a Zoom with anyone and show them through how to do it. It's it's a bit complicated. It's the easiest way I could do of finding a finding a way of doing it. So um, that's the way it is. But yeah, so please, uh, yeah, so keep listening. Um, we'll chat a bit more to Jenna about uh, marketing and next year and stuff. But um, if not, thank you so much for listening and thanks for your time, Jenna, and your um, TV show recommendations and I haven't even talked about pets surprisingly but that's fine we can uh, people can jump onto your website to see photos of your uh, yeah absolutely your, go look at my cat and my dog yeah <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't seen them on this call actually but um, no, anyway. they're, they're fast asleep ah uh, is it nap time it is yeah <laughs> cool um, but yeah thanks so much and um, yeah enjoy the rest of your week and hopefully I'll uh, see you at some point this year at something or other yep you will thank you very much cheers Jenna bye bye Thanks for listening to the podcast show. We hope that you tear on top and go. Oh, halfway through the episode. We hope that you'll join us next time. That would be mighty fine. We love you. Bye bye.